This week on the Push Pull Lives podcast, we talk about unilateral strength training, Instagram being your business card, and blind ranking from Dan. It's just goddamn awful. One, take your work seriously, but not yourself. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast <laughs> with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? Tom thinks he's a philosopher because he wrote a quote. I know, right? Doodleboard. My doodleboard. Magna doodle. Yeah. Magna doodle, whatever it's fucking called. Mate, they used to, I remember doing Sorry, kids toy. I meant to say that. kids toy. Is what I meant to say, kids <laughs> toy. But, you know, whatever. I I guys, but everybody always gets confused with a magna doodle and an etch a sketch. And then I say I write these quotes or I write messages for my cleaner usually on the etch a sketch, on or not an etch a sketch, on the magna doodle. And then they think they mean etch a sketch. I'm like, I'm not that talented on an etch a sketch. That'd be a fucking hard job. Just could you imagine like sitting there like with the wheels and like trying yeah. to turn yeah. it through? That's not happening. Um, You'd never do that, would you? Magna doodle. But it's, it is mainly a communication device for me and my cleaning, if I'm honest. If I need more product for something, she'll write it on there or like, and then I'll be like, "Can you do this bit, please?" Yeah. So yeah, that's the the use. I, we could just message, wow. but this is more fun. So that's that's what looked. That's how what Tom's doing. He's got a cleaner, so I should be getting business advice <laughs> from Tom. Really, uh, so, says Dan, who hundred percent has cleaner. I've been there. They're, they're there every every day. Every no, Laura day. has a cleaner. Laura has a cleaner. I have Laura. Laura's my cleaner. <laughs> Laura outsources the cleaning to someone Laura else. Laura outsources the cleaning to someone else, correct? Because <laughs> it's become more of too much of a burden. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, yeah. no, it's the one thing, like, it, it's like, oh, you're doing well? you got a cleaner? I don't, I don't come there often, but it's like um, that time, I fucking hate cleaning. I'm not good at it. I'd rather make someone else do it. Like, And if they want to build a little business out of it, good on them that's it isn't it that's the thing is it's that whole like paying uh, you know the the how much you can earn for an hour of your time versus what it costs someone else like, if i bring time, them in for like, like you know. five hours a week right i'm like that five hours a week for me is in theory worth more than what i'm paying them so yeah yeah that's that and we talk to our coaches about it a lot actually and it's kind of like that's the first again part of outsourcing in terms of fitness business stuff really um i believe there's certainly a value to you knowing what to do before you outsource it because otherwise you won't Cleaning. know how you want it done no i mean in general business stuff, <laughs> i'm talking about, I'm talking about <laughs> real shit now um oh, yeah, no, we're, 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 this is way too soon you can't oh, talk sorry, about real too stuff serious too soon but, no, shut up. <laughs> we've got to um, enter the, the we're still in the banter section of the show mate Jesus. Um, speaking, of, speaking of the banter section of the show i oh. play my wild card tom on fantasy football Oh wow! Controversial it's, because because yeah, it's tonight, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's tonight. The, the, the deadline is is literally in four hours. Um, I already, hours. I've already, four I hours? did mine yesterday, so we're all good. But I yeah, I'm still and ahhing about. I'm still and ahhing about certain things that I've done right because basically what I went with is I went well. I'm not gonna. I don't want Sarah or Son back in. I don't want them back in. So I was like, I can play wild card now. Not at the moment. I was like, I'm playing wild card now because I don't, I don't care about getting them back in again because Salah's injured, major hamstring tear. It's going to take him a few weeks to get back into it. Yeah. Not as fussed about him. Son, Son, I'm just again, I think he'll be too knackered. I think Tottenham, I think Madison's coming back, so I'm just gone. Do you know what? He's going to be the uh, main guy again, Madison. When Son comes back in, Madison's going to be Fred and Son, mate. Right. They're going to be like little Harry, Harry Kane, Son double acts. Either way, Madison's going to do the job, and he's cheaper than Son. So I'm like, cool. So basically, what I've done is I, I've gone for the few. I've gone for like where I want to be in a month's time, and I've I've put some players in that cost <laughs> more money than other players that I thought about. So I've gone rogue. You're not going to like this, Tom. Andrew Robertson. Not, no. 
and Robinson. Robinson. He's back. Yeah. Because he's back and he's going to be flying. He's going to come back in that team. He's going to be fine. He's cheaper than Alexander Arnold. It's fine. I've yeah. gone Michael Elise Palace. Michael I Elise don't hate Palace. that at all because Elise, I do have him in my other team. Yeah. Because as well, I looked at their fixtures. Their fixtures in the next till April are all good. The only hard team they're playing are Tottenham. The only thing with Elise, when in its uh, case of this, obviously with a dip into the performance analysis kind of hat here, right? So when Elise and Eze play together, they both play well because they take the heat off each other. So you mm. can't double mark both. It's like Arsenal, like Martinelli plays well when Jesus is playing. If they don't play, if Enketia plays, Martinelli's going to have a shit game. Like their yeah. interactions are very good, that. right? Yeah. So yeah. I think they have to both be on the field for them to succeed. But well, the one thing with Elise, he takes corners and shit. So, so I looked at it, right? So this is, I, I've gone a bit geeky into this. So I looked at it, it was between Elise and Anthony Gordon. Ooh. I looked at the stats, right? And Anthony Gordon performs better when Newcastle win. Like I feel like he's a player needs to win. Whereas Elise scored nine points against City scored, when they drew, six points against Brighton they drew, he scored nine points against Chelsea when they lost, and he scored 15 points against Brentford when they won. So independent of the score, he seems to get points, whereas Anthony Gordon is someone who, if they lose, just doesn't get any points. Not the main man. Not You know, I've done my research, I've gone into it, mate. I've started looking properly, properly <laughs> into it, and then I got, um, what was I doing? So then I put Madison in, got the Bruyne, obviously, and then I kept Ollie Watkins in, Nah. I was going to put I was going to put Tony in, mm. but Tony's fixtures—they're playing Shit, all the hard teams, like mm. horrific teams. And then Ollie Watkins—they're playing a lot of easy teams: United, Sheffield United, Fulham, Forest, Luton, West Ham, Wolves. So I'm just backing him. I'm going for it. But the reason I've done it that way around is that I can take Watkins out and put Tony in, who's cheaper. I can take Madison out and put Richarlison, who's cheaper. Can take De Bruyne out and put Son in, who's cheaper. Can take Robertson out and put in like Dan Burn, it's cheaper. So I've got a bit of money to move around if I need to. But that's the way I, I thought about it. I just went went for it, mate. So not that you asked anything about it. I just <laughs> to tell you. But the one thing everybody's asking is, are you going to make room for Harland to come back in? Harland is in, yes. Oh, Harland is is still in your. He's not left. Ward. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. I got rid of Harland when he got injured. No, I kept him yeah. the whole time. Um, I probably should have but done I've, it at some point, but again, I've still got a, still got a wild card to play. So, and Neves is back, by the way. So, or is it Neves, the Wolves lad? Wolves lad. Nah, yeah, he's good. Too many, he's too many cheap, players. and he's like before he got injured, he was captain of assists. So yeah, okay. I think it's mm. he's good. What he wants a sneaky Probably one. worth looking at. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> no, he's yeah. going over. Um, how's the week been? Yeah, all right, you know, standard started all right, isn't it? Monday, really on, really on Tuesday, not me, so really on Monday, really. Um, but yeah, it's all good, mate. Golf's going a little bit better, which I'm mm. happy about. Um, yeah, it seems like a little bit of the, the lessons have paid off a little bit. Good, um, which is Bad. nice, mate. it's a nice feeling, yeah. Um, yeah. Weather's still I can't good wait for game. you and Mike to be tearing up the course. And Mike got some clubs, he did. That's, it will be a uh, while till we're tearing up the, the course. Um, <laughs> well, well, no, literally we'll tear it up. Quite literally, Mike tears it up um, in his club. But yeah. About it. Yeah. Need to do some mobility. Do some of that. Just Google golf PT. And then there's all these batshit crazy exercises that people make up on the day. 
and they go do this and then it's basically just any any exercise just with rotation in it with it? any 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 yeah any like, bit of equipment anything yeah do a squat <laughs> with a rotation do a lunge with a rotation do an rdl with a rotation so do this with a rotation why do people fucking talk about this shit? I've made it a point on all of my like client stories so much. 80% of this shit is all really basic. The majority of it, they're just lifting, lunges, shit like this, blah, 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 getting strong. And then we have some secret sauce. And it's not like I'm spending a lot of time over it. 10 minutes. Fucking hell. Yeah. They play the sport enough. Fuck me. Um, you don't think they're rotating doing that one? No. All right, great. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? It's like, all right, they're not strong. All right, well, we're going to do that first. Um, it's just like cat fucking Mike Boyle hat on. Doing all right? Yeah. Get them fucking strong. Yeah, Have fine. they got a good aerobic like base? No. All right, well, we'll get that one as well. Let's fill that bucket. Then we'll think about that bucket over there. The whole like nutrition thing. So, oh, Dan, my uh, insulin seems to spike at eight o'clock. Did you sleep well? Did you like get your calories in? No, I don't want to talk about that. That's fucked me off at the moment. That's a new thing that's uh, really annoying. I was uh, I was listening to a podcast uh, with Ed Gamble, and he is a well-known diabetic, and he is like really annoyed about like the amount of people that obviously tracking um, all their like Zoe projects, and he's like, Glucose, yeah. "Why? Why are you tracking it? What's the point?" You have a working pancreas. You don't need to do it. Like, I don't. <laughs> I need to know these things. Fuck off. Uh, it was getting really... Apparently, um, yeah, that kind of whole motion of doing that has really wound up the diabetic community. Right. Don't blame me. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't blame me either. Right. It doesn't make any of it. And also on diet drinks today, mate. Seven up. S- bit rogue. Seven up. I was about to say, mate, it's a bit bog standard, isn't it? It's like a bit of a bit odds, yeah. Thing. I was like... I don't know why. I was like, oh, I'm going to get... I always... I feel like, oh, I've not had that in a while. And then... Yeah. Do you like 7-Up or Sprite? No, I can't tell the difference, to be honest. I don't no, drink no. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is sweeter. More lemony-limey yeah. than the other one. Anyway. I digress. Um... <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I just think it's... It's one of those, it's for me, if it's in the fridge, it's like, I only have it because it's the last option there. It's better than nothing, but it's not going to be anyone's first choice. That's correct. All right, we have a we have a couple of topics, Daniel. Um, okay, but as because I had so much fun with it last time, um, I've realised I've probably done something very silly on this um, and left my dual screen on. And Zoom doesn't like dual screen on recordings, so this is going to go really well for YouTube. But I will, we'll we'll cope with it later. Fucking stupid, isn't it? Like if I have both my screens on. And I record you on one screen. It will, it will like refuses to do split screen. It will only do like speaker. It's, handy, it? it's, it's such a such a design flaw in there. Uh, if you're listening, Zoom, fuck you. Sort it out. They will be. They're always they're always here. Um, always anyway, we're going to talk about unilateral base lifting because that's a thing. Um, well, more on the strength that with the rotation. If you do, you do yeah, if you just start that's rotating it. halfway through, just just do that for a laugh. Um, and then, and then, because I think obviously a few people are coming to me for high box based coaching and are coming across from the world of bodybuilding, which is fantastic. Um, the message is getting there, but the introduction of unilateral based strength training is a big, weird one for people. Um, and I don't know why. It's obviously, I live in a fucking closed box and I do this shit, but 
it's also something I'm going to do myself a little bit more. But yeah, we'll talk about it, Daniel. Um, I also want to talk about what we're talking about, catch up with Cam. And then you mentioned that Instagram being your fucking business card. Let's, let's have a little rant about that because that feels like you're more, more your, your scene. Um, yeah. Or like social media being your business card. Let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah, Let's go there now, like, Dan. Like, like, like you said before, that we just talked about before we started that, it's it's just having it's just having the care and attention to your Instagram. I just think too many people are just content with, oh my camera quality's not that great. Oh, it's fine though, it'll do. Will it though? Will it will it though? Go and look at all the best content creators. Is does their content look shit? No, it doesn't. Was it filmed on a potato? No, it wasn't. Is it done properly? Is it lit well? Does it sound good? Are the title pages look good? Like, yeah, yeah, it does. Like, yeah, it does. And too many coaches are refused to accept that their Instagram pages are their business card because it is. These days, no one's going to a website. They're going on Instagram. They're sharing Instagram profiles. They're looking at that sort of thing. People are getting picked up for all sorts of gigs, you know, comedians and stuff based on their Instagram, not on their website, not on their stuff. And it's the same with the online coaches is that they need, they need to understand that how your page looks, sounds, functions determines its success to a certain degree. Um, and too many coaches are not taking it seriously enough. Like, they they scoff at the idea when I say that some people that are growing really, really well and doing good things spend 15 hours a week on content. They they refuse to accept it. And it's like, okay, carry on refusing to accept it, but you'll carry on not growing. Yeah. Um, you know, all the people that you see that do very, very well, they have very common things throughout all of their content. And the majority of them, their audio sounds good, they're well lit, and they give a shit about the camera quality. Then also you start looking at, okay, and if they were to use things like Canva or they were to use images, they're well shot images, they're well done images, they look good. The branding looks looks bang on. It's not overly done, it's not underdone. It's not just plain black and white. It's also not fucking purple, green, orange, and yellow. It's <laughs> done it's to a degree and it looks, imagine that on the screen, um, <laughs> where it looks good. And, you know, if you go on, I say this to people all the time, you go on the explore page and you go, what do you see? That's Instagram pushing content to you, right? You look at that yeah. sort of stuff. And a lot of it is if it's, and again, the one thing I will say about video quality that, that isn't, doesn't, this doesn't stand up is the meme based stuff. Some of the meme based things obviously go well because they're just memes and stuff. And obviously the video quality of memes is lower because it gets shared that many fucking times. But on the whole, the majority of them <laughs> are good looking posts. Don't dare have a go at memes. I'm enjoying making those Star Wars memes. Yeah, memes. Uh... <laughs> they're, they're, they're good looking posts, right? And that's why they get shared. It's half the reason they get shared. And you go on your explore page, but which everything is real. Pretty much everything is real. Yeah. The odd carousel here and there. Um, it's just people just aren't realizing it. They just aren't prepared to. I don't know. I don't know if it's that either not prepared to accept it, but it's almost like when you see these people that are going big and viral or whatever you want to call it, and it's just like, I'm not saying copy them in terms of what they say or what they do, but you have to look at it and go, well, success leaves clues yeah. in what they're doing. And the majority of them, they look better than you. Not mean as in them, they look better than you. I mean, as in their content looks better than you. Like, their pages look better than you. Um, and I think that it's, it's a really easy win for coaches. Like, you don't have to be the best coach to be good at that stuff. That's just yeah. effort. That's just time. That's just finding your own way of doing things. Um, and, and it just frustrates me when coaches just don't give a fuck about that or are happy to accept six out of 10. And I'm like... When your client has a week where they go, oh, it's about six out of 10 and they think they've done really well, are you happy with them? No, you're not. No, you're not. Because you know they can do better. They're not giving their all. They're not giving everything they've got. You might say to them, oh, you need to just give 90%. You need to give 100%. Okay, cool. Do the same thing with your business. Do the same thing with your Instagram. 
just give 90 percent because at the moment most of them are not anywhere near that um it's just like this afterthought it's just this oh it's not important it's really fucking important actually so yeah um yeah i don't know it's, it's just it frustrates me because it's such an easy win and I find myself saying the same things to people over and over. I'm like, okay, you just put all this time and effort into content, but it, you're not putting any effort into how it looks. You yeah. think the words are important. The words are important. Of course they are. It just frustrates me. Anyway, there you go. That, that's my little rant for the day. Uh, and again, no, it was brought by what you said at the start. It was, it's like, obviously, yeah, it was brought pride. by fucking like, pride. So, I mean, some of you, if you're a physiotherapist, um, sorry, Alex. Um, you might get messaged by me over the next course of a couple of months because obviously there's some stuff that I'm doing um, that is going to not attack your world, but make it better. Basically, we want to make physios get um, more money, essentially. Um, have a bit of a better practice born out of annoyance from me more than anything else. But there's also a case of there's some high-end physios out there. High-end, I use that term loosely in terms of like they've got good followership. They've obviously people believe what they say and stuff mm. like that. But the content is fucking awful. Um, content, the content of the content is terrible. But the how it looks from my perspective, and me and Dan have been very open, like how we why we purchase golf equipment. Why, why, like people will would not sign up with Dan unless like, well, I'm sure there's certain subliminal stuff because he's got a nice logo. Beautiful. That, even that is, and it's like that watermark will be on stuff. Like then your reels are done well. They look like they're produced correctly or then it leads your eye there. If your content looks like that you have, like I used the thing of like, it's a PowerPoint slide. Oh, great. That's the, that's, the, that's the size of an Instagram post. And you've literally just done a square picture with some fucking word art and then a picture of you and gone pointing something. To me, that looks like you don't care. That's less than five minutes, possibly 10 minutes work there. Yeah. Are you expecting I think, like you said, someone it's, it's that to... that perception, isn't it? Is it's, it, it's, it shows that you, how much you care. I think that's what it shows. Yeah, you're, you're willing think, to spend it... 10 minutes on lead gen. That is... That is what it says to me. You're willing to do that. And honestly, so, because I've I've been doing these client stories, right? And I've noticed, so obviously the, probably the quality of the content for me is better. And my retention time, because I can look on the retention time, every single one of those has been 90 seconds. Horseshit, guys. If you're like, in terms of the 90 second real rule, every single one of those, because it's a, I'm trying to, and get an emotive reaction and i want like a kind of a story lesson offer kind of thing that's happening on every single one of those client reels if people go back they all follow the same framework um and 90 seconds is fine but they look better and then the retention of people's audience i'm getting like up to 45 50 seconds of people fucking watching that reel that's a long time for a fucking reel of people on average looking at it um which is cool i think because people are interested it's maybe more but it but people aren't going to stick around if it was like just terribly done i don't think um it and each of yeah. those have probably taken me three hours i reckon to make because i script and then but so, so, record, so this is the thing right so, so with that like you're hoping to get off the back of that let's say you're hoping to get two people two calls booked in off the back of that and one person signed up right let's say you're hoping for that to happen okay now it doesn't work exactly mm. like this because no. it's a bit too crude right three hours work to get a new client signed up who on my average retention is over a year, that person's worth. That's work. pretty good. Right? Pretty good, right? 
Yeah. And not only that, that's that's a crude way of looking at it. But then obviously because someone else might see that and then next month sign up with you, right? Because they've saw that story, that 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 post. Uh, it just baffles me that that coaches are not prepared to put in three hours a day of work to their content. Because I, I, I genuinely don't believe, I do not believe any online coach with less than 20 clients who wants to grow a business and wants to become successful doesn't have three hours a day for content because they fucking do. Whatever they, way their, work, their week is worked out, I'll be able to pick holes in it and show them they've got three hours a day. We'll not spend three hours a day to get someone signed up. Like you said, if you've got an average attention of a year, they pay 200 pound a month, fucking money in the bank, two and a half grand mm. from three hours work. How you're not looking at that and looking at those numbers and going, that's how I should do it. I, it's beyond me. It's beyond me. Um, I don't get it. I don't get the thought process. It's, it's a bit of arrogance, I think, in coaches. I think there's also a bit of bit of arrogance going, that'll do. Why people not sign up with me is a bit of that, like, oh, I'm good at what I do. They should. I think there's also a little bit of, um, on the flip side of that, there's also a bit of, like, um, completely numb with over overwhelm. Just, like, no idea what the fuck to do. Massively, yeah, yeah. And, and the advice I give to that is as bad as the advice is, it's like, eat less, move more. Um, it's, just film something. And because that's the only way you're going to get better at video. You don't even have to post it online, but just spend three hours filming stuff. Just say random shit, say random words. You'll have done it and you'll go, right, okay, cool. That's the worst it could possibly be. There was, right. uh, I was, I, I still will do this series, but when I was in Brighton at the start of the year, like I rented a flat to go like do some content and do whatever. And just like, there's a bunch, I want to say an hour, hour and a half of content. I've never used it. Never used I have, it. I have, I, like, mean, I have I so many videos. I was just like, I was just like nah, I'm not posting that. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. It wasn't right at the time. It didn't, the tone, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I delivered it well. Like mm -hmm. I was doing like a little spoof, not spoof thing, but I thought it was funny. But then I was just like, this hasn't come across how I wanted it to after watching yeah. it back. Shock. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just. But that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Again, yeah. If, you're si if you're sitting down thinking when you turn that camera on, that every single time you do it, you're going to get a piece of content every single time. You're yeah, fucking yeah, exactly. dead wrong. <laughs> like for every one video that I make, there's one that doesn't get that doesn't get shut the scene light of day. Every, every time. Every yeah. time. I've done videos to the point where I've even edited them, done it, and I've gone, oh, maybe, and then put a title on it and everything. And it's in my drafts, and I've just gone, nah, don't like it. No. Don't like it. Like, yeah. It's just, people it's just get that, right? Honestly, if you haven't seen it, go watch like, I don't know, one of, there's obviously literally like they're the last like all the posts of just, you want to see my client story reels. And then, yeah, they're 20 minutes of scripting. And then I film like in terms of filming and then, yeah, edited down to 90 seconds. So yeah, there's what, 18 and a half minutes that I've got rid of. Uh, if that's, will 100% be the same for Dan, probably even more. Uh, 100%, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... I just think people need to ask themselves that question and go, would you sign up with you? Go look at your Instagram page now and go, would you sign up with you? Mm. Based you. on just how it looks, like, would you do it? Just based on how it looks, would you sign up with you? Exactly. I don't know that. Buy Canva Pro. <laughs> Solves all your issues. Just to be on Canva more. Just anyway. Care. Just show that you care, man. Like, right now, like, hard down because I enjoyed it last week because of your... Incompetence, my incompetence. I am, I'm <laughs> um, blind ranking. It's like my new favorite thing. Um, you love a blind ranking, don't you? I know it's so fun. So, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick something you definitely know about now, 
and everyone does in the UK. So unfortunately, it's not Dubai. Um, but you definitely have some, most of these in Dubai. Right, I'm going to pick seven. Seven seems a nice number. Okay. These are UK-based fast food joints. Ooh, okay. Yeah. There's some weird ones. Some good ones in here, though, as well. So, obviously, you're going from best to worst or whatever. Put where are you then go. But we've got some classics. We've got some... Oh, what did... Who was I talking to the other day? Um, we were talking about Little Chef. Little Chef. Little that Chef. Should... Do you remember Little Chef? Yeah. We're showing our age. Yeah, I love a little bit of Little Chef. What did you used to have a Little Chef? I can't remember, remember, but I remember it. <laughs> it was basically just like sausage, beans, and chips, yeah. right? That's all I, I think pretty yeah. much had. No, I don't know what English, then, then didn't like Heston Blumenthal tried to save them and then they went under. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he did, didn't he? Mm. All right. So we're going to pick seven. I've got a few here. Um, in terms of UK based fast food or takeout or takeaway snacky based things. Mm. I know, Dan, you're already excited. I feel like you're going to be salivating by the end of this as well. well I'm so. hungry as well, which is annoying. I've got oh, dinner, excellent. But... So, yeah. <laughs> all right. First one Wimpy. Ooh. Out of how many am I ranking? Seven. Wimpy, Wimpy is a strong Wimpy burger. Is that what it's called? Four, I think. Four. four. Yeah. Wow. That's high. Did I don't you... know what you would. There's a Wimpy out yeah. here. It's actually all is right. It? Yeah. Have you ever been? Have you taken uh, Isabel? Isabel's been, yeah. Oh, nice. I, I liked their sausage thing that's like slightly cut up and it's like a, so a, a sausage that's in a burger bun, but it's round. And it's oh, like cut. It's like a frankfurt. We'll get that it's here because it's obviously pork. We'll get that uh, might get a beef one. I don't know. Maybe I should try wimpy. Maybe I should do that this week. I'm gonna try wimpy. Let's go week. wimpy burger. Be slight. I always think they're slightly sad. Slightly sad. Mm. Yeah. I think four. Just for the nostalgia, I'm going four. It's for the nostalgia. Nostalgic, isn't right. it? Yeah. I never forget at the there was the um, the bowling place in yes. Nottingham where I first went to. It was next to that. There's one there. Right. These are all going to be classics, I think. I think I'm just going to have okay. classic-based okay. British ones because I feel like that's more nostalgic and we can show our age. We're not that mm. old, by the way. It's just we what clearly we remember. Yeah. <laughs> feel it now, though. Yeah, yeah. gradually. Um, Greg's. Ooh. Ooh. So good, but so hated by a lot of my clients. Um Really? I don't know. Um, yeah, they're just like, oh, why would you not go there? And I'm like, because it's fucking cheap. Um, <laughs> it's great. I'm saying number three for Greg's. Three. What you what? What would be a Greg's order? Sausage rolls, yum yums. Yep. You have to get a sausage roll. Yeah, yeah sausage roll, yum yums, and strawberry filled donut. And they used to do a coronation chicken sandwich. Oh, oh, that like was good. Yeah, yeah. I used to, the so big good. sub, they they like overfill them basically as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, obviously, got steak and pepper slice, incredible cheese onion slice, incredible. Um, and then, obviously, at Christmas time, one thing I used to do when I was at uni after we did Saturday morning football with the lads, hungover, fucking massively hungover, <laughs> used to go to Greg's and we used to get, we used to go to Labrooks next to Greg's, do the football accumulator, go to Greg's, get two festive bakes. 
and a pack of yum yums and taking them back and mong out on the sofa before going out again on Saturday night. <laughs> You're such that a lad. Is, it's that insane. is my You're uni. That is my uni days, man. <laughs> I was just sat there with two festive baked yum yums. Because obviously you didn't have to live room then, did you? So you had to go and actually yeah, yeah, get it yourself. Yeah, so we played football and we'd be obviously still hungover, probably still drunk half time playing. <laughs> Accumulator, two festive bakes. One of the lads used to get three festive bakes. He was a fat fuck. Um, two festive <laughs> bakes, uh, yum yums. And then you just get drive home and used to mung out on the sofa watching Sky Sports News. Oh my God. Those days were the best. I just wish I could rewind to those days. You know, when you, fear, you, know, when you remember you had no worries in the world other than your fucking coursework. That was due exactly. in like two weeks. Due, yeah, yeah. Like, but oh you'd still panic. Back. Still panic about it. You'd be like, "Oh shit, it's really good." To you'd realize you've only got to write like five pages. You're like, "Fuck." Yeah, man. just take me oh. back, please. Take back <laughs> oh, Amazing. Man, that was so good. Um, All right, we will put oh, in yeah. another. I think classic. I think Subway. I think Subway overrated. I don't mind a subway, but I'm 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 gonna guess that there's gonna be worse out there. So I'm gonna put it at seven. Seven, the worst. I don't think there's gonna be. I don't think there's gonna be worse. I think what's coming up is gonna be better than that. Yeah. Depends what I picked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, subway. It never. I used to have meatball marinara like all the time, and then yeah, it's just shit. Nah, it's it's just too. Yeah, it's too shit. It's not good enough. It, it, nah. It was unique when it came out because people hadn't really heard of it. And then when it went mainstream, they just you can tell the quality just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, seven right. for me. Seven's crazy. Well, I don't know what's coming to it. There's no fucking point. It's, this, this one's uh, a bit left field, but we've gone... It's kind of fast food, British classic restaurants, that kind of thing. Harvester. Oh, I should have gone that seven. Fuck. Six. <laughs> Six for Harvester because it's not good. No, it's not. I would Harvester it. instead of like a beefy uh, or a Toby Carvery. I mean, same like thing. That. Same thing. <laughs> They're all the same. Well, if I had now, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've got spots so, one. So you've three got or five, one, one, two, two five to go. So some good shit. <laughs> Fucking hell, good strong as well. Um... Mm. <laughs> all right. Um, mainly, let's put that in there. British-based things, but I think we've always got to have. This is something definitely that I used to go to and think you're slightly fancy um, growing up, and I, I don't, I think they're still around. Prezzo. Oh, did you ever used to go to Prezzo? Occasionally, but like, actually, we'll, that... we'll, should we, well, should we change this to similar Pizza Express? More yeah, frequent. again, when Probably I was younger would... growing up, it was a bit of a thing of like a posh thing to go Pizza Express, wasn't it? And I do like mm. it or did like it at the time. I just don't think it's deserving of number one or two spot, but it sounds like there's nothing fucking good's going to come out of it. So <laughs> I'm going to say two. Two? Pizza well, Express? One, two, and five left. No. It's not five, is it? No. Well, I can't be know, because there's one and two left for some fucking right munting things by the sound of it. <laughs> well some of these other ones I'm just like we're not just a, we're not gonna pick it are we they've got to be nostalgic they've got to be something that you would have yeah. had um and we're gonna stay oh, I feel like this is too I might just give you a I might give you an out but I don't think it's nostalgic no. from this perspective um we'll put these straight in both of them McDonald's Burger King there you go 
the last two. Uh, people are going to disagree with me, and I really don't care. Um, but Burger King goes number one, and McDonald's goes number five. That's fucking insane. The burgers are better one. at Burger King. The burgers are miles what? better at Burger King. McDonald's. They taste so much better. They're so much Fine. bigger. They're juicier. And McDonald's is so overrated. I am someone so right, who wants to do or create a list of a McDonald's tasting menu. That's how good McDonald's is. So fucking it's good. So overrated. It's so it's so cheap. I'm always astounded when I order it's it. Awful. I'm like, what? It's no. under a tenner. This is madness. Every time Burger I ever King, order a McDonald's, you can't get a fucking burger for under a tenner. It's madness. Yeah, that's why it's then, better quality. That's why. Better no, quality. but then I might as well go to Burger and Beyond. I'm like, oh, well, that's only a couple of quid more. It's not that much more. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just don't. Um, uh, the McDonald's is awful. I think. Said it. I'm expecting hate. I'm putting that. Yeah, your, I can, they can come at me all they member, want. Come at me all your members want, group. I'm gonna. Clip all I know is. All I know is. All I know. And this is a lesson you guys have to watch. Right. All I know is that Burger King. When you get burger, you get the XL double cheeseburger with bacon. It's tastes incredible, but you get a side of onion rings with it. I mean, better than chips all day long. Don't care what anyone says. And at McDonald's, you get a Big Mac with a little flimsy little little patty that's like fucking nothing. With that cardboard bread in the middle in between the two of them. Nah, not for me, thanks. Not not a chance. Fucking hell. So and I know that the true OGs are going to know that I'm right. The people that listen to this are going to know I'm right. I think this I'll, is I'll... based... Basically, we know what service stations Dan used to go to based off this. Like, Yeah, probably. But I'll hands down say that McDonald's chips are better. But... I don't care about the chips. It's not that important. The chips are not that important. Because McDonald's chips never come right, out. I, I anyway. listen to anything that you just said because Siri just fucked up my uh, my AirPods. So that was interesting. Well, so you just ranted. So hopefully it's recorded. It's I don't fine. know. It's, it's definitely recorded. <laughs> and I'm right. So it's, cool. it's fine. Don't worry about it. So yeah, Burger King 1. Pizza yeah. Express 2. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's not You're a lot. You're so posh. You're so posh. Yeah. None, none of these things are posh. Um, <laughs> Craig's 3. Wimpy 4. McDonald's mm. five, Harvester yeah. six, Subway seven. I mean, it's not that bad in the it's end. It's not that bad, bad on the list, really. Uh, like, no, I, I agree with Harvester being down there. Subway's not good. Wimpy's above McDonald's. Burger King number one. I, I'm not. It's not many miles away. Mate, okay. I might yeah. even have. I might have put Greg's number one in hindsight. Just because it has so much variety, doesn't it, Greg's? It's just like sweet, savory. You know, you can have pastry. You can have. And next, and, uh, next to the sausage roll, sandwiches. by the way, the, the best thing there is a sausage and bean melt. That yes. is my order. That is fucking great. Yeah, that is, yeah. I'm so excited when they're there. Um, yeah, not, a lot, not a lot of people go to them. They're like, no, nah, steak bake. I'm like, so mainstream. Go for the alternative. The sausage and bean yeah. melt. Yeah. Thank yeah. me later. Both it's all right. It needs to be good. like piping, piping hot, though. Not like, yeah. meh. It's all right. So we're good. All right, mate. Um, let's talk about fitness because that's a that's a thing we do. Um, unilateral base lifting. It was um I sent up sent out. I did a post yesterday, and then obviously I've fortunately the message is getting through. Shock social media, be your thing. Um, mm. is I've taken quite a few ex bodybuilders who are looking for some sort of non new challenge, which seems to be high rocks. Um, and. I am the anti-bodybuilding body parts split guy and they come to me for that shit. So which is all super fun. Obviously it's a it's a process learning. 
um, what we're doing. But there's something that um, seems to be from most people's uh, way is unilateral based strength training, not just unilateral based lifting. I actually saw Darren Cartel, 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 yeah, mm. uh, talking about unilateral lifting. Um, it wasn't all shit. Which I was he probably got it um, wrong, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't all madness. And I was just like, oh. it was okay. It wasn't great advice, but um, so, and it was annoyingly done that I posted a reel, like literally like the day before. So you probably could saw it um, about like my top five of what might I do my offset unilateral base lifts. Um, off the top of my head, I can't fucking remember what it was. Um, should probably just get up on Instagram, right? But something that Dan would have done thousand percent. And it's just something that I don't think is readily done often enough is dropping, not totally dropping your bilateral lifts out, but swapping the order of where they are. Cause I think we all would kind of naturally, hopefully if you're a decent coach, you'd put your kind of big boy lifts as like the A ones, maybe into like B ones, um, like lifts. And then you probably sit like your unilateral base lifters are like a, an exercise, which is what Darren was saying. If you have an imbalance, it's a very lazy way of like putting stuff on like, it mm. might sort that out. It probably won't. Um, definitely there's, you will always be imbalanced as far as I'm concerned, because we are imbalanced as people. And yeah. trust me, if Dan is perfectly symmetrical and he plays golf, he's going to be shitter at golf if I make him more symmetrical. 100%, right? Knowing your audience, um, like cricketers. I'm working with cricketers. I work with those guys, yeah. I'm not going to fucking, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way to make them symmetrical. There's a reason they play their sport. It's because they're asymmetrical humans and they're fucking good at one side. Um, anyway, um, so taking stuff um, and flipping it around when it shouldn't always be seen as a B-based exercise, I just challenge, challenge some fuckers. Flip it around for a month. Because I think normally, really cheat sheet of fucking training, right? A1, bilateral strength lift. Mm -hmm. And then B1 will be some sort of offset or um, unilateral base lift. And then C1 will be a leg extension, leg curl, leg press of whatever variety when you pump volume. Suddenly we've got a good leg day. So we're all good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think like that's the. the I feel like thing. I feel like I have to comment that I could hear your your wife uh... <laughs> screaming at me. Isn't she? Yeah. Me. Two seconds. Hang on. Can you guys? There we go. We're back. Don't worry. Dan dealt with it. Roll up his sleeves. Jeez. It's just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Try to do some work. They don't see it as well, do they? Do you know what I mean? It's just sort of but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I started doing a lot more. Obviously, I mean, I always feel like I'm ahead of the game because I manage to talk to you regularly. So I always feel like compared to most people, I'm always ahead of the game because I get your insights. But um, I, I've been doing a lot more unilateral sort of strength-based reps for a while. Like, I think it's just really undervalued and underplayed. I think a lot of people, everyone knows that, oh, yeah, unilateral, you know, they, everyone does like high reps on stuff when it's unilateral just because they think that they need to. And yeah. actually, like you said there, a lot of the time with people that they need to get stronger why do people not doing like Bulgarian split squats reps of three? Like, why is that Threes, against yeah, the law? Literally, why is that right, a problem? I, why are we not allowed to do that? You know? And yeah, I just think, again, even like single arm dumbbell presses, it's like, why is no one doing it three reps? What's wrong with that? Why is that not allowed? It's just this, again, it's just this whole thing around what gets done on a normal basis and what gets thrown about and just not talked about. And no one, no one seems to question the, the, the status quo. Um, and you can look at it and go, well, I, I think there's a huge benefit to doing Bulgarians in three reps, 
threes, fours, fives, do back squats. Why would you not do Bulgarians? What's the problem with that? Like, yeah. There's is your, like, oh, no, is your, no, is your single limb not exposed to huge amounts of stress and force? Well, there was a there was a lad that put out a post um, the other day. He was talking about pistol squats, right? Um, I think I did actually save it. Um, why his like youth athletes? He teaches them to pistol squat, like all of them. Like obviously there's female lymph issues and blah blah blah. So they're not all going to be absolutely fantastic at it. There are restrictions based off your mechanics, but we're going to have the intent to teach them at that. And he was talking about the uh, the amount of torque load that goes through each leg, um, and what it is equivalent to in your back squat. And he was like, mm. just doing like a one like pistol squat is something that the equivalent of back squatting your body weight on your back. That's the amount of torque load that you're doing. Like, so yeah. say I'm 90 kilos. It's the same as me doing a 90 kilo back squat. Cool. That's how I tore my meniscus. <laughs> <laughs> like, so getting to that level is quite yeah. good. I'm not, I'm going to say it's probably a lift doing a pistol squat is for me is harder than doing a 90 kilo back squat or your body weight back squat because of the, the support mechanisms in place although stabilizer muscles um yeah. happening because there's more lateral motion happening right so mm -hmm. but i guarantee you're like i wrote it yesterday i was like i guarantee your bilateral moves will blow up guarantee it you're yeah. just gonna be more stable as a human and your sport you'll be more stable um i think i wrote five yeah skater squats so i think people get and like i had this i raised somebody who raised a question with me, like, why would I pick pistol squats or skater squats and what's the reason, right? Skater squats, think of it as a trap bar deadlift. It's a single leg trap bar deadlift. The range is exactly the fucking same. Look at them. And then pistol squats is your, like, deep fucking back squat. Cool. Just separating mm -hmm. that that way. Um, I think people, you can eventually load the skater, skater squat better, but, but it's more hip driven. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. And then pistol squats, you don't have to do it on the floor. Fucking hell, elevate yourself. Give that other leg, like, somewhere to go. If you can't maintain like that is hip flexion, keeping that leg up, like some weirdo that does like all those circus tricks in what's the all the body weight training? I can't remember what it is. Um Cross losers. <laughs> no. Um yeah, just go on a fucking box. Don't matter. I don't give a shit. You're still getting strong. Like yeah. it's absolutely fine. Just get it moving in front of you. The moving in front of you is key, but you don't have to get it like so it's over your head. Jesus. Um, and then sliders underused. I would quite happily give somebody some heavy fucking slider work um, with barbells. Mm -hmm. If it goes on on the uh, the flooring, that's usually the issue. But yeah, goblet it. Fuck me. Do fives. Uh, split squats, we know that. And then Hatfield. Any Hatfield variation is fantastic. If there is a safety bar in your gym, use a Hatfield variation, please. Um, at some point. I use them a lot with people because I don't want to injure them. And it allows you to really blow their legs out. Cool. You should talk about leg training all the time. But like, like you it. said, like on the upper body training, like unilateral like pressing, absolutely fine. Unilateral rowing, absolutely fine. Um, yeah. Put them strong. Like in my combine stuff, that is literally one of the tests. It's the single arm unilateral press between one and five reps. It's that whole taboo of going below six. I think a lot of people don't like. But it's hard as well. Well, it's hard, isn't it, as well? That's the thing. But it... I just, I just think it's it's that whole thing of exposing yourself to stuff you've not done before, and you kind of look at it and go, well, if you've not done it, you will be shit at it, but it will probably lead you to the, <laughs> to the like most that, amount right? of progress. Do you know, like if you've done yeah, yeah. rep ranges eight to ten for your whole life and you've done it all bilateral, I would hazard a guess that if you went into single leg training between three and six reps, you would see much quicker gains and progress than you would if you carried on doing eight and ten. Like it just makes logical sense when you talk about it like that. Um, um, 
you know <laughs> most most of the like because obviously i train mainly coaches as well and most will come with some sort of issue or kind of unilateral based issue where i'll be like oh it seems like that it's pointing out slightly or whatever and they're like oh shit mm-hmm. and they're like oh there's something wrong with me Tom. So there's nothing wrong with you it's fine it's like we're just going to spend some time doing unilateral i think it'll probably figure itself out is there any pain no okay cool is there a hindrance in performance maybe then we have to start looking at it. um that seems kind of where it stemmed from taking on a few coaches that need to do high based stuff and obviously there's jumping involved in terms of burning broad jumps and how we're going to produce force um just tend to just go towards it it does beat you up a little bit but mm. it's just a lot safer and more bang for buck in my realm i feel like i'm gonna get more out of you um doing some uh, i i was still like i say month on month change the course but we'll be like all right we're gonna flip them and just flip them and keep doing that if you're like i want to be a lazy programmer just like have your back squats and then just do volume back squats it's fine absolutely fine people don't like it mm-hmm. but you're good rant over all good mm-hmm. mate. do you want to catch up with cam mate carnivore cam right he posted a new recipe, <laughs> new recipe. i just thought i would uh, inform everyone in case they were wondering how to make carnivore beef noodles oh i saw yeah yeah right basically what you want to do is um <laughs> uh, basically all it is is egg white this eggs sorry laid out onto a baking sheet um it's basically an omelet it's an omelet but the noodles. basically noodles, yeah but it's basically an omelet and he basically what he does with the omelet is he rolls it up and cuts it into strips Watching and they're basically really fucking thick noodles um, or bits of egg, if you were, if you will. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's rolling with... it up. He's rolled it into, yeah. he basically made a big egg roll and then he cut yeah. it up, right? Mixed together with a cheese sauce um, and mints on top, obviously 20% beef fat mints. And it's it's quite shocking that he calls that beef noodles, to be honest. Um, quite worried for him. Um, that was the that was one the one thing that that, that came up from from this one, um, and another thing he's, he's he said is that actually the carnival that saves you money because you just buy meat and basically how he went through a, a daily shop and what it cost him uh, and failed to mention that of course the reason it doesn't cost that much is because he lives alone and has no friends and has no one to go out for food with. Um, <laughs> that was the main thing I think he forgot to mention um, due to his stench he has no no girlfriend. Or boyfriend, whichever suits him best. But he spent £22, he said, and it was basically two days' worth of food, I think. Um, good for him. Um, no one wants to eat that, though. So, yes. Um, and he was like, in comparison, you get one takeaway for the same price. It's full of garbage. Um, honestly, unbelievable. Oh, it's so great. I... I it is just a parody. Sorry, a um, a satire account. Yeah, it has to be. It just has to be. Uh, yeah, Another I mean, British classic. I'm thriving by just looking thriving, at the video. Yeah. <laughs> just like the stories as well. Like just, he's eating a hard-boiled egg with salt on top. And he's like, elite combo. It's a fucking egg, mate. It's not combo involved. It's an egg with salt on it. Salt. Salt lifts anything. That's the whole point of seasoning. But uh, British oh, population don't really season their, their food there. The, yeah. the guy is just, I'm worried about him. Like, this is on Cam <laughs> watching it, it's Cam Watch. Um, oh, it's so good though. Yeah, so there you go. That's the Cam Watch. Beef noodles on a carnival diet, it can be done. Apparently, it can be done. Can be done. I mean, 
I I didn't go full. I made a uh, chili con carne on the weekend, and uh, I didn't use twenty percent beef mince though. I used five percent. Oh, I don't know. Slacking. Also put kidney beans and shit in it. I should I should have done a. How do you make a carnivore only beef chili? It, well, I'll tell you, Tom. I mean, just help you out there. It's just the beef, mate. <laughs> you can't use any like season. No, no, no. Salt. salt is the only thing you can have, mate. Salt is the only thing you can have. So uh, that that's that. Um, you can make this rice I made once, which is like egg. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah put it into like, the <laughs> oven and then basically crumbled it up and it turns into rice. So try that as, you, as your rice. But you can't have any sauce of it. So it's just going to be mince and egg again. But we'll call that one chili. And we'll call this one beef noodles. So... I'm sure that's fine, isn't it? Fucking Honest yeah. to God, like, what the fuck is going on in the world? Anyway, any other business, Dan? Not for me, no. I'm going to eat some dinner, mate. Yeah. Me too. All right, it's only five o'clock here, though. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.